0: It takes an extraordinary team to embark on an extraordinary mission. WealthVest presents the 99 Best Marketing Ideas, a podcast dedicated to bringing financial advisors the most cutting-edge marketing strategies. Listen in as your fellow advisors share their top ideas to help you conquer your marketing needs.
1: Hello and welcome to another 99 Best Ideas podcast brought to you by WealthVest. Now, the idea of this podcast is for us to bring to you proven success stories and unbelievable marketing opportunities. Our guests today have not only grown 46% this past year, but have also figured out one of the most difficult things to do, which is working as a husband and wife team. But not only that, they are still absolutely killing it. From a marketing perspective. We're going to talk to them about their ideas on what they're doing that's working really well. We're going to talk to them today about what it's like working with your significant other, what sort of, you know, hurdles that you have to go over. Because many of the listeners to this podcast have at least thought about it, if not are already working with their significant other. So Kristen and Ed Judd, thank you so much for being on the show.
2: Thank you for having us. We're excited to be here.
3: We certainly are. And thank you for that introduction.
1: You're very welcome, guys. So let's just get down to brass tacks and talk about you two from a relationship standpoint and why in God's name you decided that you guys were going to work together. And let's just talk about that.
2: Well, I would say, well, we've been together uh, as a couple for a little over 21 years and we've always tried to do something together over the last few years. And it was about five years ago when we started having a conversation with our, our current financial guy. And we were asking him, hey, you know, what's this you know, opportunity like? What does it look like to work for your company? Blah, blah, blah. And, uh, we got the long and the short version of the answer. And my husband looked at me and he's like, you go do this, build this business, and then I'll quit my job. And so last year we were able to make that happen a reality. Uh, he actually quit his job in front of 550 people on stage. Uh, and, and he's been working with me ever since for this last year. So uh,
1: wait a second. You quit in front of what?
2: <laughs> it was a grand
3: exit. We had our national training camp, and Kristen and I had decided, after we went through all the numbers, made sure that we were set and ready to go, we made that decision that yes, I was going to quit my job and I was going to start working with Kristen full-time. The national training camp is where our whole team and organization comes together, and it was a it was at that event that we were asked to be speakers on stage because of the production that Kristen had done. And we, we made that decision that we would do the, uh, do that on stage. So what I did was I actually called my director. It was on a Saturday morning. Thank goodness, because she didn't actually answer the phone. I called my director. I got her voicemail and this is a big corporate company that I worked for. And I just gave her the heads up that I would be giving my two weeks notice on Monday when I got back to the office.
2: Yeah. So, and he's been with us full time and we've had a really, really great year. We've learned a lot.
1: Yeah. So let's talk about what you guys have learned. So working together, you know, you've been together for so long and you think you really know somebody and then you start working together. What have you found out about each other and what are some of the hurdles struggles and just kind of uh, wins even that you've had over the last a uh, little over year working together?
3: I can tell you that there is a a huge difference between being married and so being with that person as a husband or as a wife or a significant other, and that shift into also being a business partner, it is, it is big. It's really big. And I can tell you that, you know, we're not going to come on here and say that it was perfect from day one. Everything went great and grand. We had to learn and we had to evolve. And one of the things I think we'll give it up early here in the podcast that I think is the key to success and the key to working with your spouse is understanding what your value system is and understanding what their value system is. Mm -hmm. And once you do that and you learn how to speak to each other in your values, because we all have a value system, and once you learn how to speak to others in their values, Everything kind of falls into place after that. It's an exercise that I would recommend anybody that is going to work with their significant other. I would highly recommend that they go through an exercise like that to really understand what your values are.
1: Well, where do you find that exercise? I mean, where, where do you even begin to have that conversation? I mean, I've been with my wife for for 20 years this year, too, and I I think I know what her values are, but how would how does that come out and play differently in the world of business?
2: We actually worked with an individual, a guy who uh, studied under Joe Martini. John Demartini. Uh, and, and he took us through an exercise where he asked us, oh, what was it, like 10 or 12 questions? And we had to answer, make three answers to each one of those questions. And based on that, you would figure out what your values were like what you valued and i think it was really powerful to go through that because i always knew that family was his top value and mine ends up being work and and, and generating wealth but for the same reason as family so it it was an interesting Realization because it's really easy to get in that space where you make a judgment on someone, what you think their motivation ultimately is around that. And but once you understand that, it just makes it so much easier to have conversations and and know that you're kind of still going towards the same end goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was a lot of hard work. It wasn't, it wasn't, sometimes it was not hot fun and a lot of cussing and all that kind of stuff <laughs> happened. But uh, at the end of the day, through the process, uh, we understand each other a lot more. Our, our marriage is a, is a lot stronger. And and then we also get to play on each other's strengths as well, because Ed has way different strengths than I do. And I have different strengths than he did, does. And so we just kind of are in that place where I'm playing off of his strengths And then he gets to play off of mine. And so it's a nice little compliment.
1: I love when you can brag about your significant other in situations like that, because that probably helps you close business, doesn't it?
2: Yes,
3: it really does. And we've had a lot of compliments from people that, well, first of all, I think the number one compliment we get is, I can't believe you guys work together. (laughs) And that in and of itself is a compliment but really, when Kristen and I sat down and we talked to people, we talked to our clients, it's, it is a, we're, I guess we can say it that I feel as though we're we're pretty dynamic together. I, I would say we're more dynamic together than we are apart, though we both have our, our strengths that we can play off of. When we get together, Kristen is really good at edifying me. I'm really good at edifying her. And I think that's really very important when you're working together is you never try to put yourself in a position where you're above the other person. You're Mm -hmm. always anything that comes out of your mouth when you're talking about your, and it should be in any aspect of working with somebody in any business. When you talk about somebody that you're working with your business partner, it should always be words of gratitude, words of greatness, edifying that person all along the way, because you never want to put yourself in a position where somebody thinks that you're, you think you're better than the person that you're working with it undermines everything you do.
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: So you figured out your values, you figured out how to communicate, you figured out how to play off of each other to really, again, deepen the relationship, not only with each other, but also with your clients and prospects. What are some of the things if you were able to look back, which I'm sure you are over this last year and say, man, I wish we would have done this differently. Or uh, now that I know this, I wish I would have told myself that when we began and it would have made everything a lot easier.
3: We, we had this epiphany not too long. I guess I had the epiphany not too long ago. And something we actually talked about, we were invited to speak again at our national training camp this year. And this time we were speaking to a group of almost 700. One of the things that I can pinpoint when I look back, I, I was a, almost a 21-year corporate high-tech sales rep. Pretty strenuous job, a lot of obligation, a lot of stress, and Kristen had built this incredible business underneath us, building this fantastic foundation. And what I did not do was I did not get myself heavily involved in the actual business part of it. I was involved in the functions. I was always around her company and organization but I didn't actually get in and learn the key aspects of what really was going on in the business, the actual business side of it. I would work 12, 14 hours a day. At the end of the day, I would be cooked and I should have been, I, what I would, if I could go back and do it again, I would have gotten my license earlier and I would have under, I would have started studying products more, made the time to get myself ready so that when I actually did pull the trigger, and quit that job, I could have hit the ground running that much faster.
1: What about you, Kristen? What 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 do you look back on and say? Oh, I wish I would have done this. Mm-hmm.
2: Patience is one of those things that I'm always striving to gain more of. But I think, <laughs> uh, you know, we both kind of walked into this new situation with an expectation of what it was going to be like. We both worked from home but we weren't working together. So Ed worked from home at, in his corporate job and so we thought that that se- it was going to be a very seamless transition. And and with that patience part, I'm not very patient. And so I'm just like, <laughs> you know, standing at the door going, "Come on, buddy, let's go. Let's go run like 100 miles an hour." And really I needed to pr- step back a little bit sooner and realized that he was like a brand new agent and and give him time and space and and probably had you know just been a little bit more chill than I was and, and so when you temper your expectations and kind of look at you know this really really awesome big thing that we had done if we if I had like looked at the other side of that been like yes it's really awesome but this is, you know because there's good and bad in everything and it's happen- happening simultaneously all the time and and so if I had tempered that maybe my expectations wouldn't have been firing such passion if that's a good way to put that <laughs> out of me uh, towards my husband so if I yeah, I think that would have been great.
3: I really like that temper your expectations
1: mm-hmm and and passion well wow, that's a that's a really positive way to to put all of that those are i was just visualizing uh what that passion might look like with the come on buddy let 's go I want to run hundred miles an hour sort of stuff okay <laughs> so obviously so so this is fantastic i'm I'm so glad and and so happy for you guys that you've been able to find uh, you know and continue to learn about this balance as a couple. Uh, But this is a marketing podcast, too. So I want to talk about how you guys are just absolutely killing it. 46% growth is unbelievable. Very few people ever achieve that in a year. What is working for you?
2: So we had started a uh, Facebook Live, I guess. It's not really a podcast, but it's a Facebook Live. And so we do that every Monday morning at 9 o'clock our time. And it's called Java with the Juds. And I would say that that's been probably the biggest space of where we get more eyeballs than anywhere else. And, and we just do it continuously. We come up with new topics every single week. Um, But we have, we've had people just stalking us and watching us. And, and then once Ed went full time, I mean, it added so much more credibility to our business. And that's part of the reason. I mean, he had people that he hadn't talked to in like 10 years or so calling us and going or calling him and going, Hey, uh, buddy, what's, what's going on? Like, (laughs) what are you doing now? And so.
3: and the interesting part is, is that we do our job with the Judds. We're becoming a little bit famous with that. Although. When we do it, we don't see a lot of people jumping on. The funny part about that, though, is that when we go out into the community, even into the community where we grew up, which is several miles away from where we live today, when we go back into that community, it is amazing the number of people that come up to us and say, oh, we watch you on that coffee thing, the Java, the Judd thing. But it's we see so many people come up to us and do that. We're, Mm -hmm. People are watching, taking note of what we're doing. And like Kristen said, when I quit my job, you know, when somebody walks away from a six figure income and great benefits with a huge corporation, people stand up and take notice. And they're like, this is for real.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I would say that just doing that Java with the Juds piece and being consistent about it
3: has consistency is key. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And we've even gotten a little bit more strategic about it where we've broken down our months into a theme. So, you know, obviously December, December is all about, you know, giving and, and that piece of it. And sometimes we'll hit on more emotional pieces of the money aspect, but just, you know, creating conversations. And sometimes we'll talk about budgeting and we'll talk about, you know, whatever. And so like next month, January will be um, living benefits awareness month and February will be something around love. And, you know, so we just kind of keep it all themed out so that we have some guideline as to what we're going to talk about during those four weeks.
1: Let's talk about execution of that though, specifically help, help me help our audience with the granular aspect of executing Java with the judge successfully.
2: The granular, as far as,
1: I want every aspect that you can give me about execution, the planning. You just talked about, you know, the calendaring of events, which is fantastic, or calendaring of topics. But how? I mean, let's start from the beginning. I mean, from setting the date to raising awareness to I want to know what you guys wear. I mean, I want everything that you can give me. That's what people are really looking for on this podcast.
2: Well, we kind of just show up as us. We're, you know, we're usually dressed for the day, wherever we're going. We picked Monday morning at nine. We, when we first started, we were kind of like all over the place. We would just kind of fit it in wherever we could. And then that just became so hard. And and, um, so we really kind of picked the date and time, what we knew we would generally never have an issue with as far as that time. You know, as far as calendaring, because it's right after another call that we we do Monday morning. So we're like, well, you know what? We're going to be both at home, and we can get get this done. So more, it it probably should have been a little bit more strategic as far as timing for eyeballs, because nine o'clock on a Monday is a little bit hard for most people to to jump on and be live. But it for us, as far as calendaring, to make sure that we did it every single week. That that part's that that's how we pick that piece.
3: Yeah. And as far as as far as looking at the, the granularization of it, I would say that we pick a topic. Usually it will be that day. We'll talk about it. We'll go through it. We feel and I do believe that part of the success of Java with the Judds is that it's not scripted it's very casual it's very laid back we play off of each other we have fun we don't talk product 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 we don't try to pitch anything we will use our our job with the judges to announce our upcoming events when we're doing live money workshops or when Kristen does her wine women and wealth as far as outside of that though we, we're not we're not pitching we're not trying to get people to hey call us we want to sell you. That's not what this is about. It's really just a casual laid back environment. Kristen and I having fun. It's like watching, I would equate it to watching a, like a a morning talk show on TV where the two hosts are kind of playing off of each other and just having a good time.
2: Yeah.
1: So, you show up as you are. Now, the, I just, I'm going to highlight some of these points because, again, uh, I want to make sure that everybody grasps this. You show up as you are because you're already ready uh, to go. Uh, it's something that you do from home. Where does the distribution happen?
2: Really, it's just on Facebook. So, we use our fan page as the main hub where it starts, and then we will blast it out from our personal pages. We'll share that out. And then I've started recording them at the same time for the podcast. So I'm doing kind of dual duty at the same time. And then we just kind of promote it from there. And then I ask other people to promote it, to like it, share it, and do all of that. So it just, the eyeballs come typically afterwards.
3: Typically afterwards, yeah.
2: And then every once in a while, if I really feel like it, I will... I'll, I'll spend like $3 a day and, and, and boost it. So it just, just kind of depends. Yeah. Uh, are
1: you having success? Oh, you are having success. I shouldn't ask that mm-hmm. way. <laughs> so you're having success by asking other people to share it. Mm-hmm. That's not uncomfortable for you. I, that's one of our biggest struggles at Top Advisor Marketing with our social media clients is that they don't ask to share. Ask me like you would ask one of your uh, friends or family or network to share the podcast. Is there a specific script you use or am I overthinking it?
2: I think you're totally overthinking it. It's just I start off and I, I I thank people for joining us. I tell them where, who you know who we are, what we're doing. This is Java with the Juds, or you can follow us on Money Secrets on Podbean, and then you know please I ask I ask please like this, please love this, give us some love, um, make comments in the in the chat. I'll, I'll be share. i sometimes I'll say hey I'll be sharing this in the chat, and then if you have you know. And I would love it if you would share this out as well. That, that's it. It's
3: and, and it's kind of crazy. Yeah, we start with the like it, love it, share it, and we end with the like it, love it, share it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Okay. What What is success from a numbers perspective on that? You're saying that a lot of people watch it after they're not necessarily watching it live, but but how do you measure? success is it is it literally dropping tickets writing business or is it is it reach help us uh, quantify that a little bit more if you don't mind
2: well I'm always looking for reach I'm looking for the number of views that are that that are happening there and you know with the social media piece as far as that marketing piece it's it's just one piece of the puzzle and you're not necessarily going to just write a ton of business from that. It's more of building that no like trust factor. And, and as you end up having conversations or people refer you out or that, that's where that comes from is that, no like trust because we're putting out information, we're putting out education, we're asking people even, you know, hey, if there's something that you want us to talk about, shoot us shoot us a message and we'll we'll teach about that or we'll talk about that. And we're we're just we're building that no like trust and also the you know, like what Ed was talking about as, as far as that people know what we do. And then they're more likely to refer us out.
3: Absolutely. So,
2: so that, that's really my measure of success with this. And, and
3: I agree 100%. And really that people buy from people they know, like, and trust. This is not what we do with Java with the Judds is not a get rich quick by no means. Mm-hmm. What it is, it's a very foundational piece of our business that causes us, like I said earlier, to become a little bit famous, But even more than that, to become familiar, people are familiar with who we are and what we do. They know that when they watch our job with the Judds, they're not going to be pitched more than likely. They're going to walk away. They're going to have a couple moments where they're like, oh, my God, those guys are funny. But they're going to have moments like that. And it's going to be those those things that they remember that when we show back up again and it could be months later, it could be a year later when we show back up again in their life or something happens in their life that they're like, Oh, Kristen and Ed, I need to get in touch with them. That's because we have been, we have become familiar to them. Mm-hmm. They know us and they like us. And because they see us all the time, they trust us.
2: Well, so- and I would say also being in that space of doing something different than anybody else. I mean, there, there are certainly other people who do what we do that they aren't doing what we do. Right. You know what I'm saying? I do. <laughs> well, we're, we're
3: really looking to break the mold, like Kristen said, and there's nothing wrong with it, but the industry that we in, it is a very, it's an aging industry. There are not a lot of young people coming into that. We're trying to change that. And we change it a little bit just by the way we show up. Mm-hmm. We don't. We don't dress like the typical people in our industry do. Somebody on the street would never imagine that we do what we do, and we're in financial services.
2: Mm-hmm. Right, right, yeah. You've even had it. A, uh, a couple of people mention that you didn't have a three-piece suit on mm-hmm. at yeah. networking events and and stuff like that. So
3: you can be in financial services and not wear a three-piece suit. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Well,
1: okay. first off, I would hug you both if I was in Colorado, because there's so much that you just said there that makes me so happy from a marketing perspective. It is it is sticking with it. It's not looking for immediate ROI. This is not buying leads. This is not, you know, it's it's building your. Um, you're looking, I'll, I'm going to tell a quick story because it'll illustrate it very quickly. So I taught, I have twins and I taught them both how to ride a bike the same day. And uh, so we went to this nice little grassy hill and, and one of my kids, I, I grabbed onto the, to the back seat and let him go. Of course, he was totally padded up and everything he didn't need to be, but whatever. And I let him go and he's looking at his front tire and he's overcompensating and he ends up wobbling, wobbling, falls down really fast. And I talked to him about, it. hey, look, you had to look down the road. And then so my other son heard me and I did the same thing with him. I let him go and he went forever. In fact, so far I had to chase him because I was afraid he's going to go into the road. That okay. is such a great analogy for what you guys are building is you guys aren't looking for that immediate ROI, that A plus B equals C. You're doing long term relationship planning, which is going to make you way more money in the long term, way happier as a couple and as advisors and so much more successful, both personally and professionally, because you have that correct view. Am I insane there?
2: No, that's that's the plan.
3: You are spot on. And that's that was a great story. I love it. It's a great analogy to what we do. And that's it. We look down the road. Our head is up. We're looking down the road. We're not looking for immediate success or immediate action right now, because we know, and marketing is marketing. Mm -hmm. I can think right now to several commercials that I hear on the TV and I hear on the radio, I may not need a diamond ring for Kristen right now, but I guarantee I know who I'm going to (laughs) call when I'm going to get one because, and it might be two years down the road, but it's because I hear that person all the time.
1: And that omnipresence, ever-presence aspect that you can have for very little money, if not any money, on social media yeah, can allow that Great! Oh, gosh, that's so fantastic. Now, if uh, our listeners wanted to do something like Java with the Juds, do you have any infrastructure, technical, or anything like that that you'd like to share uh, that might make it easier for them to start using Facebook like you guys as a tool to build relationships?
2: Well, we, we're always constantly refining that. So we just added like because of our, you know, the time of year it is and uh, the lack of light. So we started adding lights um, to make sure that our, our picture, our video looks clear and crisp, crisp. And then we also added a microphone to make sure that the audio is really good. So we're always constantly refining that. And I think we'll be... I'm looking into OBS so I can put a headline or a, like, what is it? Like a banner that is on all the time that shows who we are. So we're just constantly always evolving and, and, and trying to just make it another step professional, uh, uh, more branding. So they know who we are. It's just, I don't know. It doesn't cost much. It's all, you know, you spend a little bit on the lights, you spend a little bit on the microphone, but, OBS is free and so and then I would just say go for it some people get very very freaked out about the live video Mm -hmm. and you know there's there's this thing where you can like when I we were first getting started when or when I was first getting started that I practiced for a little bit on just on my phone and I would do you know I would practice just taping myself on video and then mm-hmm. watch it. And and then you just kind of build up. But no one's looking for perfection. I mean, think about reality TV. <laughs> people watch that stuff because they want to see the mess ups. And if you show up authentic and as who you are, people will so much appreciate that. They're not looking for perfection. Otherwise they're going to be completely t- turned off.
3: I totally agree. That is the key to the whole thing is you can't overthink doing a facebook live you it can't be too it can't be scripted at all it can't be too overdone because you you want to have that trust factor the trust factor comes from like Kristen said almost from the reality tv aspect they want to see you fumble and maybe make a mistake here and there they want to know that you are a real person people trust real people they don't trust people that you look like a tv news anchor man and the lights just right. And you have that perfect pitch in your voice the whole time. They don't want to hear that. They want to see and hear from real people just like themselves.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm smiling from ear to ear with the statement of don't overthink it. Financial advisors and financial services professionals never overthink anything, guys. So.
2: <laughs> you know.
1: Yeah, I know. So everybody listening, just, you know, everything else that they've said is absolutely true. But that right there is the best piece of advice that you could ever do, because it's that analysis paralysis aspect. It's they're They're so afraid it's not going to come off as great as they want it to be. So they don't even start. And what I'm hearing from you guys is just freaking start.
3: Yeah, that's it. That's it.
1: All right. Closing ideas. Any other words of wisdom that you'd like to hand out to new agents or people who need to get into the 21st century?
2: Well, for new agents, I would say that finding a mentor and is is really, really huge. I mean, one of the the reasons why we have been able to find the success that we have is because of our mentors, they were here for us. They helped counsel us. They, they helped train us about products and all of that stuff. Like having a mentor is incredibly crucial. Just, just like it, And it's kind of like a business coach in the same aspect, but you're actually getting information from somebody who's in the biz, who's done the business. And I would say that is incredibly. Yeah. You have to do that. It, it, you know, there's so many people who come into this business with I you know really grand ideas. And in having a system that's already in place is really, really huge. Having a mentor is really, really huge in order for you to be successful. And, you know, the the bit the system can be simple. Like our system is really, really simple, but we're talking about the most emotional thing in the whole wide world, which is money.
3: And I would add that. For new agents going into 2019, go into 2019 with the feeling of helping people. The more people you help, the more money you will make. If you go into 2019 looking for money, the people run away. Mm -hmm. So it really, that is one of the things that we talk about all the time with our agents is really lead with your heart. You're doing this business because you can, you are honestly in a position where you can help people
2: and And one of,
3: and we have to, we don't have to, we have to remind our agents. We don't have to remind ourselves anymore that we are in one of the most noblest industries in the world what we're able to do for people and the situations that we're able to help them out of. And it's, it's a phenomenal business to be in. And if you lead with your heart, you lead with helping people first, everything else falls in place. That's
1: huge. Well, I want to thank both of you guys so much for, for being on the 99 Best Ideas podcast. Is there anything that we can do for you as a thank you?
2: Well, uh, we are in a space where we are looking to expand our agency. We currently are uh, building an agency in Florida and in Colorado, but we're looking for those people who want to either come into financial services, whether it be spa- spare time, part-time, or even a full-time career But we're looking to mentor quite a few people in the next coming year to help them build the kind of financial services business that they're looking for.
1: Kristen, Ed, thank you so much for today. This was super fun and I learned a lot and I know our listeners are going to do the same thing.
3: Awesome. Perfect. Thanks Thanks for thank you so us. much for the opportunity.
1: If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, make sure you click that subscribe now button below. That way, every time we come out with another 99 best idea for you as a financial services professional will show up directly on your listening device. If you know somebody who would like to be mentored by the Judds and really learn what they're doing, please make sure that you reach out to them. We'll make sure some of that is in the show notes and also... Just share it with your friends, right? Talk to your friends about how they look at social media because they have the right perspective. And guess what? With that perspective, they're getting the right results. So, for Kristen and Ed Judd, this is Matt Hallern. And for everybody at WealthVest Marketing, we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon.
0: The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of WealthVest or Top Advisor Marketing. The mere appearance of content on the site does not constitute an endorsement by WealthVest or Top Advisor Marketing. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. WealthVest or Top Advisor Marketing do not make any representation or warranties with respect to the accuracy, applicability, fitness, or completeness of the content. WealthVest or Top Advisor Marketing does not warrant the performance, effectiveness, or applicability of any sites listed or linked to any content.